Hi, and welcome to She Aloud, the show where stories heard empower. Join me as I have candid conversations with women telling their stories so their voices are heard. I am your host, Nixie Foster. Hi, and welcome back to She Aloud. And this week we have Danny with us. Again, she is one of the authors of Seasoned with Empowerment. And I am going to say hi, Danny, and please do introduce yourself. Hi, thanks for inviting me on. Um, so I'm Danny Louise Smith. I am the Queen of Business Organisation. I'm a business mentor and coach, and I'm so excited to be part of this book and here on the podcast talking with you um so what I do as the queen of business organization is I help service-based usually holistic service-based businesses to get organized of course um but it's a focus on strategy uh, business management systems to reduce overwhelm and solve problems because of my own experience in growing my business was a lot of problems that I needed to solve and organize and able to allow me to grow my business so that's what I help other entrepreneurs with and I absolutely love it. And you are part of this story, this book, this this kind of she allowed where stories heard empower because of those experiences and other experiences that you've had with with telling your story and having your voice heard. So why is telling your story important to you? I think because I've been on such a journey and I didn't realise that it's not just me. I mean, sometimes now I feel like it's just me, but it's not. So sharing this has been, it's, do you know what? I feel like the story's not over. As we've done this project, it's been amazing. And I'm like, Nixie, I need to be on the next one because there's so much more to share. Because I've obviously I've talked about unlocking my voice, but it kind of happened again, which is when I became Queen of Business Organisation. Um, but it's so important because. I just want people to see they're not alone, especially in like for my story in particular. There's one aspect of it that made me in in the whole time that I well in life, I guess because it's not just business. Um, like quitting, and I feel like it's important to share that message with people that quitting's not a bad thing. Um, I and do you know? I think for women, quitting is thought of as much more of a negative experience. Yes. Than if you are coming coming at it as a man, and I don't know what it is, but it seems like yeah. if a man tries, it's not what's for me. I can quit, I can start again, I can do what I want. Yeah. Or, but well, it's like if you if you quit smoking, which is like necessary, like bad for you, isn't it? Or if you quit something that's bad for you, people celebrate. Yeah. So if you quit something from your life that's bad for you, for you, then why not celebrate that as well? Exactly, and and I found especially when I was looking at what I was going to do with my life, I was expected to set that in stone much, yeah. much more than my male peers. When my yeah. male peers would go, what am I doing in life? Oh, I'm going to be a footballer. Oh, okay. They'd grow out of it. Whereas if I said I'm going to be an artist, it, it would literally then be on my back. Mm. It's not really what you do, is it? What, what, what? You, how are you going to earn some money? How are you going to? Yeah. Why is that not a question that we ask 
equally we expect for me my experience was my peers they expected my male peers to outgrow it but it was yeah. almost they were left to outgrow dreams that maybe weren't attainable or they play football on a Saturday morning alongside a career where it was almost yeah. kind of bullied out of me that you don't do art you can't do art you know you it's yeah you can do it until this point but then you've got to decide what you're really doing do you know what I mean it's that it's so true though because I remember being at a careers meeting where I told them what I wanted to do but what do you want to do well I wanted to do dance but I've already tried going to college and I can't do it because I've no background okay so what else do you want to do and I wanted to be a writer so they tried to put me in this box that everybody else has put we'll go to uni do a creative writing class so I actually said to them being this I think I was 17 17 year old that didn't really wasn't really sure well going to uni getting me in debt will that get me a job at the end of it and they couldn't answer that question and I said yeah I'll be a better writer but I can already write so I don't I don't want to go to uni I want to get a job doing the writing and they just didn't know what to say to me yeah (laughs) um because I was kind of rebelling against the norm which I guess we do as creatives don't we we do see mine was always I'm going to change the world through my art my writing and talking through a whole group of storytelling which is now what I'm doing (laughs) but for years I just didn't believe that that was something that was valid or something that was valuable because okay I was I was always the slightly odd slightly weird slightly almost like felt like I've got to be batted back into line. My voice can't matter unless it's following, yeah. like you said. This is the line that we need to take. This is the normal. You say that in in like that is those with those finger things. They can't yeah. see us, but you know what I mean. It was like this is the normal route. You should be normal, but actually, that that doesn't work. And I'm now my late forties, mid to late forties. I'm not quite at the late forties because I've still got a birthday to go yet before I hit the late forties. <laughs> yeah it's only now I'm really going this is what I'm going to do this is how I think that's part of it isn't it just being able to step into that like this has been a massive part of things for me like over the past year that's changed is actually saying you know hands up this is me this is what I want to do and that it's okay to do that um and it's took me out I'm 30 this year and it's took me all that time to do that and I feel quite lucky actually because it takes some people till they're in their 50s if not 60s Mm before they get to that point so I do feel quite fortunate that I'm surrounded by people like you who actually support me unlocking my voice and sharing my story and my reality and what I want to do and and you know what if it doesn't work so what I'll just move on as we do (laughs) yeah yeah so what was it that silenced your voice I think it's a factor of many many things and I always believed in the past, if you'd have asked me that question, I would have said everybody's opinions of me, everybody's comments that picked at me. And I do talk about this in my chapter, but actually what I came to realise over the last few days, years, is it wasn't actually those, it was me because I allowed those to silence. I allowed myself to silence myself. Whereas I know like no matter what we do in life, we're always going to get people who disagree, don't like what you're doing, negative comments. Um, but we have a choice to allow that and we have to step into our own strength with it and I know some people listen and think no people just should be kind at all times and actually yeah they should absolutely but sometimes people don't mean to be harmful when they make these comments 
I've made I've said things before that I've actually compartmentalized later on of that. Oh, I shouldn't have said that because what if that person's struggling with their mental health? What if that person's struggling with this, that, and other? And actually, I realize and break it down. I I can start to spiral and get in my own head about it because of the way things have impacted me in the past. So it is like, you know, people should be kind in what they say, not question and should support you. But I think sometimes they actually make comments based on their own fears. So I do believe it was me that actually silenced myself and I didn't have that strength within me to unlock the voice that I have. Uh, But thankfully, I'm actually getting there now. I say getting there because it's always a journey, isn't it? Um, we keep on going, we keep on growing. Um, so yeah, that's. I definitely believe it's me that actually silenced myself and not anybody else or anything else. And that is is why I'm so passionate about unlocking women's voices because the stories that have been put upon us by other people, yeah, we have taken inside. They've got into our subconscious. We've internalized them. And they become the locks that are put on our voices. But yeah. yet we have that power within ourselves to turn those keys and, un- and unlock them. And it's not taking the opportunities, not having the support, like you said. And, and we are very lucky that we have both found yeah. women who get us women who are like us women who are one step further on on their journey who can inspire us I mean for me I remember seeing you going she's so amazing like the first time I saw you on on one of the that must have been back in 2020 on one of the zoom meetings or zoom networks that were being held through the (laughs) lockdown through the um, yeah (laughs) <laughs> and um, and I just remember that having that support, having mm. that from other women is amazing because it does give us those tools that we can then start unlocking. And that's yeah. why I feel like it's really important that not only do I unlock women's voices, but that we also look at how we can help children so that they yeah. never get those locks placed on them. And they've always got those those keys to them so they go if a story's laid upon them if they're silenced actually no my voice matters I just want I want the our kids generation not to be having can't we yeah and not having to be doing the work that we have to do because of of those those fears and those blockages so I've just talked about the keys so what was it what was that key that unlocked your voice? If you would like to be part of a safe place for women to heal through the power of stories, click on the link in the show notes and join me, Nixie Foster, in the holistic storytelling community. Um, it's actually what you just talked about. It was surrounding myself with people who, um, I guess, were on a similar journey. We're one step further. Um, it, it, like I was networking. I mean, that's how we met. And um, I sort of slowly came, became part of these circles and then it expanded into other circles. And I started realising that there was support out there and you could be open and things like that. 
um like for example i've just been to an event at the weekend where we did like a meditation we did loads in the day but at the start of that i just felt like i was in the right place at the right time it's where i'm supposed to be and it wasn't like you know this was like a massive epiphany well there was a bit of an epiphany in there but at that time it wasn't about that it was about that i'm surrounded by all these people that actually get me get the work that i'm trying to do on myself and my business and moving forward and it just felt like yeah we we need to be part of these like communities almost because without it then i'd just stay silent because these people become your cheerleaders these people support you these people are having the same challenges in life like i've connected with people um around disability neurodiversity and mental health and business growth all the different areas that have been part of my life that I've needed to unlock a little bit of myself and my voice and I've connected with people that have made me feel normal actually Uh, but actually it's okay not to be normal as well and you actually feel like you're fitting somewhere because I think um, a massive factor between us that are creative self-employed we have always been the one person that has been in a crowd that doesn't fit in all the time yeah yeah and sometimes it can feel feel really lonely even in a crowd even if it's even in a crowd that is your family and friends yeah you can feel isolated and alone because you're not the same struggles for somebody who is on a self-employed or an entrepreneur journey or a journey that isn't following that normal pathway that everyone talks about you you know you leave school you decide what you're going to do you get a job you you buy a house you if you're not on that it feels very sometimes that you don't have that connection and it's great when you suddenly do find 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 those women which is what this book is about is about helping other women find inspiration so that they can can roar and use their voices too one of the things for me and we've talked about this in the group of authors quite a lot haven't we is how our voices as women are so linked to the heart of the home to that kitchen space whether it's where we have fun with our family where memories are made a cup of tea coffee glass of wine with your best friends when you're celebrating when you're grieving and all of us as we worked on it it was a bit of an abstract wasn't it when we started and everyone was kind of like oh I don't really and see and then as we worked and talked we kind of just went I get it Our, our heart of the home is the kitchen the heart of humanity it's storytelling and us as women, as these amazing divine feminine beings, we hold the power for, for, for both in, in our hands, don't we? So tell me a bit about your chapter and how you relate that to that to that heart of the home. So for me, I was like you said, I was, at first I couldn't see it. I was like, how does it? And then it was part of my childhood that came up to me and experiences in the kitchen and like how we'd all come together um in that aspect I mean we didn't necessarily in my family home but we did in my like grandparents house and how actually I without realizing I've done the same um for my family in my home and we come together and that's where like when friends come around that's where we are we're telling stories we're sharing drinks together cooking together all the kind of things um it's where we are and like for me 
as a creative person, that's where I actually bring my kids to do the creative stuff over the kitchen table, you know, painting or sticking, cutting, gluing, making a whole load of mess, but having fun and creating memories. All of that kind of comes together in, in the heart of the home, in the kitchen. Um, because it, I guess it, I've got a sign in my kitchen that says about it feeding your soul, and it does. Mm-hmm. It you're not just feeding your your body, but you're feeding your mind and your soul as well when you bring everybody together like that and create those memories. And that is absolutely amazing. Now it's school holidays whilst we're recording here, and the reason I'm saying that is because I have a small person that has just popped into the room. So for those of you who are mamas. How many times did you hear this over the, the school holidays? He's hungry. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I am going to ask you the last few questions because we're coming to the conclusion of the show. So thank you so much for joining me. Um, and the Seasoned with Empowerment book is due out late summer 2023. So it should be here, ready for this podcast. So go down into the links if you want to get your copy. And you're also going to be able to find links to Danny where you can connect with her. So we've got a few more questions. There are so many women out there who are struggling to be heard. What is the one thing you would say to empower and inspire them? Oh, good question. There are. There are a lot of women struggling to be heard. And I guess the first bit of advice I'd say is find someone that you trust, maybe someone you love, that you can reach out to for support. And sometimes it's not those that are closest to us. Sometimes it's a stranger that we've just met. Like for me, it was. It was many, many strangers that I met. Um, through networking for my business that actually resulted in me starting this business because I run a different business for nine years up until this year. Um, But when I started this one just under three years ago, it was then that unlocked this side of me and meeting those women and those connections that helped with my mind, my mental health, my family challenges, my business, all of that stuff. So to find that support, start putting yourself in circles and it can be scary. It absolutely can Put yourself in those circles, um, open yourself up to new things because that will help you increase your comfortability and confidence to be able to speak up and unlock your voice. And it's true. It really is true finding that circle of people because seeing you just blossom, even in, even since Christmas, has been an amazing journey to watch and, and I'm honoured to be part of that journey. So here, are you ready for this difficult question? Every guest so far has always just <gasps> at this one. What's one question you wish I'd asked you and how would you have answered? I've actually got it. I thought of one. Um, so part of my story is about quitting. So I wish you'd have asked me how being a quitter actually did benefit me in my life um, and unlocking my voice. And I would answer it by saying, um, because it's a release, we always talk about, you know, getting rid of, like I was saying earlier about, you know, if you quit smoking, um, people celebrate that. So how can we step into that and releasing stuff that doesn't serve us anymore? So it benefited me in that way. And you'll see this in my chapter and how that came about for me. 
Um, and I've actually got a kind of quote title that I've come up with and it's called From Quitter to Hard Hitter because that is who I became. So from quitting, quitting, quitting to actually hard hitting. So it's, quitting's still part of my journey. I mean, I quit on my nine-year business last month, so it's still part of it. And, I'm, and I was putting that off for many, many reasons, but um, I'm glad that I have left it behind now because I'm doing what I love. I mean, I still love doing what I'm sewing and being creative, but um, I fully get to focus on what I want to do and I, I can come back to it if I want to as well. And I've gone from that, from being a quitter, to hard-hitting. And when I say hard-hitting is being okay with what I'm doing. And I guess I kind of hyper-focus on what I'm doing as well because I'm so determined and don't stop. So I would say um, that it's helped me to release things that are not serving me and holding me back so that I can continue unlocking my voice. And and that's true, isn't it? Because the business that you've just quit to fully focus on what your love is really was your baby wasn't it you loved it you nurtured it and sometimes it's really hard to say okay that 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 is my part of life that part's over for now and now I'm entering the 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 fun part Um, okay so thank you so much for joining us I've really enjoyed chatting to you today and I hope that the listeners have too I've also now got the cat joining me. Oh, the joys of juggling. Hey, hey, Danny. I just had a dog biting my hand at the side of me. So, yeah, I get the juggle. So, where can the listeners find you? Remember, I will pop the links in the show notes. So, any of you that are listening, you can just scroll down or scroll up, depending on which platform you're listening. And you will be able to connect there. You'll be able to click the links and connect. So let us know where they can connect with you. Um, They can come and connect with me on Facebook group, The Business Growth Club. It is the main place where I'm sharing tips, lives, many, many things that can support you to grow your business and get organised, of course. Um, But also coming out by the time this podcast is live, I will have launched my podcast as well, which is The Business Growth Club podcast. So it goes hand in hand with the group. Um, it's going to be amazing subjects like we've just done actually very similar um, but all around business mindset growth and all that good stuff so come and find me there as well and then um, I'm across all platforms pretty much all of them as queen of business organization so please do go and check Danny out and and listen to her podcast go and find it because it should be we're recording this in the summer but obviously it will be going out for you to be listening to much later. And hopefully, fingers crossed, your podcast will be out there helping helping and helping so many women. So thank you so much for joining us today, Danny. And we are coming to the end of the series, the first series of She Allowed, um, where we have spoken to the authors of the first of the storytelling from the kitchen books Mm -hmm. seasoned with empowerment um so I'm going to be really sad for this bit because this is what burst the she allowed movement and the she allowed podcast it really 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 was a a journey for all of us and um so the next season season two will be completely different but it will be still talking to to women and telling their stories and unlocking their voices 
So please do join us back in October when season two will go live. So thank you, Danny, and thank you, listeners. Bye. Thank you for listening and please follow She Aloud and join me next time when we'll be having more conversations with women ready to tell their story to inspire you to unlock your voice too.